Dom, can you uh, you're, you're watching the debate right now? Can you give us a play by play of everything that's been covered and uh, happening? <laughs> oh, okay. So what happened was uh, first there was immigration, then it kind of bled into uh, wages and uh, economic problems. Oh, I know about and those wages. Am I right? There was some prison talk. <laughs> Bernie talked about how he did a couple years upstate Come on. really <laughs> yeah said he didn't like it he wants to change it that's why he said he's gonna he just didn't like it prisons he just didn't like it because they don't have a crossfit program there yeah he's more of a crossfit <laughs> guy and they were they they were real old school weightlifting no uh h-i-i-t stuff no nope. yeah uh, that's weird i know i know hillary's like a whole like zumba uh platform yeah mm-hmm. yeah which is a little spinning. She, th- she throws a little spinning in there too. Yeah, she's got to keep those. Sp- she's very moderate in regards to that, honestly. Yeah. Uh, God, wouldn't that be great if politics were actually more about that? I'd instantly be more involved. I would instantly. <laughs> he be wouldn't more give a shit if they were. No, hold on. If if it was like them debating Zuba versus spinning. Okay. Yes, you would be. Yeah, that, that would be more fun. Sure. <laughs> and then sadly, it moved into- sadly, this election has been like peaks at future Judge Dread times. We, it is kind of. It is like. Like I keep getting that, like it's like, oh, that's that's like transmetropolitan. That's that's like some dark future. Yeah, stuff. guys, go read right. transmetropolitan. It is predicting like everything. To wait, a, what is this? I don't even know what this is. Transmetropolitan is is a great uh, graphic novel. That's kind of it'll make you feel like being a writer is powerful and not just a dumb thing to waste all your time. And uh, <laughs> sweet, uh, it is. It's basically like imagine if Hunter S. Thompson and Alan Moore were fused into one person in the year 3000 and was a journalist <laughs> for like super times. Uh, and he wore cool sunglasses. I was cool just sunglasses say, bald, yeah. he got he got Hunter S. Thompson's glasses style for sure. Oh yeah, he has special view glasses to record everything, but it's all about him just like being a journalist and taking down all society and covering stuff and also just like, oh, weird, how weird society's gotten. It's like Futurama, but supposed to be serious. Okay, cool. If that makes any sense. Ooh, I like uh, it already. It's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. No, I'm looking at the predi- preview. It's predicted, a, it's predicted a lot of stuff, and it's also entertaining. I highly recommend it. Hey, while we're recommending comics, Swamp Thing. Alan Moore's <laughs> run. Check it out. Uh-huh. Yep. Should. Swamp it's Thing good. also has a lot to say about the world today. Yeah, humanity. And, <laughs> and bat <laughs> creatures. And how they shall all burn at the touch of the Swamp Thing. Or is that Man Thing? Uh... Say that once more. Well, you know the phrase is like it'll burn at the touch of the swamp thing, or the Wait, man. That's thing. a phrase. That's a phrase. I think it's okay. Maybe I just made that up, and that might just be maybe some that's other... a man thing phrase because that phrase does not fit. Swamp. Okay, all right. So explain. <laughs> Chad, you could say anything about swamp comics, thing to me. and I would believe you because I don't know anything about them. <laughs> the swamp and you, thing and touches you. And you are very convincing. Man thing touches you, and you're moved, kind of like that part of ET where his finger glows. Oh, okay, that's definitely yeah. It's a, oh, okay, yeah. Swamp Thing might do that then. Okay, all right, all right. Here's what he it grows is. yams on his back. <laughs> what he grows yams? Yeah, he grows trippy yams on his back that you can eat and have. Yeah, a, you know, like kind of a spiritual experience. Like his organs potatoes. are all his organs are all food too, and they don't do anything. Yeah, dude. If you're hungry, you can just take a bite of Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. So it's like the Giving Swamp Tree, thing where like you can just chow down on him. He does do it all the time. What, what was that, Chad? Well, is it just like uh, the giving tree where he just gives part of himself over and over again to some dumb child who eats nah. more and more of him? Swamp uh, Thing ain't like that. Swamp, Swamp Thing's pretty nah. – he's a pretty big dick. Oh, okay. Yeah, Swamp Thing's got a big – he's um, got a big green dick. I'm sorry. I found <laughs> it. Uh, he's got a great big dick. He, also, you can eat. It's the man thing, 
with the caption is whatever knows fear burns at the man things touch. <laughs> so he's, uh-huh. so he's, like, he's like a ghost Hold writer on. that makes you feel bad about stuff you've done. Man thing. I'm looking that up now. It's, wow, it, he looks just like Swamp Thing. No, he, here's the thing. There's a long line of comic book heroes and villains that are just outright ripoffs of each other's right. publishers. Yeah, see, this is Marvel, so obviously. Whoa, Neil Gaiman wrote for him, though? Wow. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, probably at some point in a later period, I would imagine. Yeah, it's some, it's some legit stuff, but like you, you honestly, it's very hard to go back and go like, I don't know who came first. Like, did both... Just a bunch of old Jewish writers all go like, what about a swamp creature that you could eat? <laughs> but like, uh, Excelsior. I guess they started doing it in the 80s, but they, they in the early 2000s, they really embraced taking old lame characters and making them really true and scary. Oh, totally. Like Dr. Light in Infinite, uh, or what was it, Identity Crisis? Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, well, Dr. Light, if I remember right, I, w- I was not reading it at the time. I remember Dr. Light was like, oh, he's a silly light guy. He's like, what if Doctor Light like sexually assaulted someone's wife? Yeah, and then they just showed it. They were like, "What if? What if? Uh, what if he raped a woman?" And they they just showed it in a comic book. Oh, I've been, what uh, a fun comic! I've been doing voiceovers for like a comic site, and I've been reading all, well. All the ones that I do are talking about how bad Identity Crisis is. <laughs> uh, yeah, like it was like a really much. big moment in comics before like comic movies became uh, a real popular thing. Like Spider Man, I think had come out, and maybe Spider Man too, but. Yeah, it was like a really popular series right when I started working at the comic book store. Well, oh, now, see, yeah. I get the the crises or the crisisy, uh, confused the crisi confused a lot. Is that the one where at the end of it, Superman was like, "I am super strong," and he punched all of reality? Uh, that sounds pretty amazing. That's way yeah. one of the ones were rebooted was Superman was like, bam, or like one of the Superboy primes or whatever, like punched all reality and like split the multiverse. It was like, OK, you're being. I, all right. I hope everyone's ready for that. Those kind of moments. Comic comic movies are slowly. Well, I'll say quickly approaching that kind of uh uh, identity. Well, they're going to burn out, right? Marvel's going to start going to like, let's just do, you know, Secret Wars and let's have Howard the Duck show up. DC seems like they're going towards like, wouldn't it be really cool if you just watch like Alfred kill a man? Wouldn't that be like real? <laughs> like, like strangle him with like a towel. Yeah. Like, wouldn't be it be, like, oh, yeah. wouldn't it be really fun to see like, ro- like I'll just do red hood and Robin just get beat with a hammer over and over and over again. <laughs> a three movie part series directed by Zack Snyder. Uh, that sounds great. Um, that clip, I, that clip that we talked about from Batman vs Superman is is real funny. Jack, okay, yeah. So we way. should we Side should clarify. This we is should. this is this. I think the second or third trailer. Everyone's seen it now. I'm going to put it out here, Paul. I don't want to loop you in under us. Dom and I are not fans of the Batman Superman trailers. Uh, I don't. The line said inside. So, yeah, I, I seriously yeah. didn't care until you made you sent me that uh, link to. Uh, uh, Zack Snyder showing off the clip on Kimmel and uh, everyone like was losing their mind over it. And uh, yeah, I didn't think it was good. I thought it was overdubbed by them. And then I also thought it was great that Snyder's just like Snyder's kind of becoming that cool, like guy who like owns a motorcycle, but also might come into the comic shop every once in a while. Be like, uh, what's Superman in now? Just give me like a Superman like shirt. I'll be good. Uh, it's, uh, it's funny because yeah. Superman, Superman fans are a special breed of nerd. They're, they, are, they, they, they share a common uh, a thread that isn't just Superman. I, I don't know what it is, but it's a certain <laughs> it's a certain thing they like about Superman that they like about a lot of things. Well, yeah, no, and, and there's some good Superman stories. Let's be let's no, be no, honest. Uh, I'm just going to rag on Snyder. Snyder reminds me of uh, a guy I knew from high school. 
who made everyone call him Superman. Uh, and, <laughs> oh and he had a Superman like decal on the back of his car. And he was just like a baseball player. And at one point, I was like, "Hey, man! Oh, cool! Have you read like uh, All Star Superman yet?" And he's like, "What do you? What the fuck are you talking about?" I was like, "Oh, you know, I don't know. I just thought like that, or like Red Sun, or other things you might have read." He's like, "I don't, I don't read Superman." I was like, "Oh, okay. You want to talk about Justice League?" He's like, "What are you talking?" about? I was like, "Oh, you just uh, get it through your head, Chad. I like the guy with muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I like there's this guy who like flies and punches people, and I really want to see Batman punch him hard." Punching um, real hard. Hey, speaking about punching, man, I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta pick up where we left off last time. Sure, the culling, <laughs> the culling. Been, I realize now, as pointed out by Banjo Story on our subreddit, mm-hmm. that my plan was just eugenics. I said that to you. No, you you knew this. <laughs> we pointed this out to you when we talked about it. It's like Dom, this is basically eugenics, and he's like, you're like, yeah, kill them all. Yeah, and I was like, that's the only way. <laughs> that's the only way we can survive. No, I I I changed my plan. Oh, right? okay. I realized the bad of it. Let's hear it. Please, what's, what's your please new go plan? On. Yeah. All right, everybody's going to get a test. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we're going to go favorite ice cream flavor. Oh, okay. Oh, you, ask I'm, the question. No, no, ask the question now, and let's answer it and say how me and Chad would do. Okay. Okay. Right. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Chad, Paul, you go, you go first. first. Paul, you go first. We, we already lost. We already failed it by Fuck. doing that. Fuck. Okay, hold Both on. Cold. All right, Both hold cold. on. Both cold. Cho- uh, chocolate peanut butter combo. Oh, that's a great one. It's a good flavor. Oh, fuck. You know, that's... Uh, Chad, very yeah, close. I'll see you on the other side of the purge, Paul. Very close. I'm gonna have to change. I'm going different though. Mint chocolate chip. Oh boy, you this know is what? Close. Peanut butter chocolate sounds pretty good. Oh shit, mint chocolate chip is good. <laughs> mint chocolate chip is good, uh-huh. but I don't like it all the time. So, Paul, cold. you can come on over. Wait, Chad, you're getting cold. Wait, I don't what? want you wait, cutting what? in on my chocolate. Why? <laughs> wait, what? Wait, wait, because I'm gonna eat your ice cream. You thought he wanted he wanted you to side with him, but what he really wanted was his own fucking ice cream hoard to be safe yeah dude can't you see the color of my skin i'm white wait so you're basically saying everyone who enjoys like neapolitan is gonna survive i am inherently evil is what i'm saying okay yes. okay i wasn't sure what you're and i'm just looking to be greedy even if that means calling my own friends just for ice cream okay i w- that's pretty he's, tr- he's trying to do a good white job yeah, You're just doing one white job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, while we're talking about eugenics, I think it's time for me to pitch my own idea. Uh, I'm going to double down on the calling. Guys, wouldn't it be great, and you've probably heard this before, wouldn't it be great if everyone lived the lives they have, but the uh-huh. government was like, hey, uh, you over there, you invented uh, uh, Elon Musk. You're super smart. And you over there, uh, you're this champion female weightlifter. You're the top physical prime of your entire sport. You two need to have a baby. And then, like, you get, like, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, you're handsome and, and, a, and an amazing actor. Benjamin Wait, are we doing eugenics again? Are we no, going down? No, no, no. <laughs> All I'm saying is you do that, and you're like, Brad Pitt, you, plus uh, uh, Gloria Stein, Steinem. Uh, you guys have a kid together. You can have the rest of your lives, but we're going to take your babies and put them in a super soldier program. Is that <laughs> now you're doing would, Brave New World? Well, kind of, Chad. Yes, Chad. I am into celebrity eugenics 
just for the fun of it. Yeah, right? <laughs> but like, Super Soldiers is where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> like, just let's just see what happens. Like, maybe we get a psychic class. You know what happens, well, Chad? Super, Rocky mm. Four happens, and then we lose Apollo Creed, okay? <laughs> is you, that what you, you want to Are you saying Ivan Drago yeah. was a He's Super a, Soldier? Yes! Okay, that's actually pretty stands out. I just and they put him. They put him in a. They put him in into a into a program where he could uh, appear to just be a regular boxer man, but he was training against the world's elite fighters, and he, <laughs> and, he and he won. Chad, he won. I think it's kind of scary on how much uh, the actor for Ivan Drago, Dolph Lundgren, is a little a literal Superman. Like yeah. we all know why he's the perfect human, right? Yeah, because he's uh, steroids are awesome. Yeah. No. 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 He is more than that. He is not just a, a handsome, strong man. He I've is also I know you're a, a martial artist, a chemical engineer, and has like multiple like doctorate degrees. And an That's awesome right. drummer. And an awesome drummer. An too. awesome drummer. Right now. Yeah, dude. He put those steroids in his brain. That's the secret. <laughs> Gotta get some brain steroids. <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, go look up. Just Google Dolph Lundgren, Little Less Conversation. And it is him being the perfect human. It is like... Some sort of world competition. Have you guys seen this? I know. I know. But you know what? We're talking about perfect humans, and I think we might have encountered one in the story that we read for this week. Did we not? Oh, that's a perfect segue. I, uh, perfect human. You mean the, the the most perfect person to give me an aneurysm, right? Oh yes. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it is. Um. It, 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 her name is Bird. I remember Samantha, that. I can't. I Samantha suddenly Bird. can't remember her first name. Samantha Bird. Samantha Bird. Yeah, Samantha Bird. called Bird because I wanted to push her off a cliff. I wanted to push her out of a tree and let her die. Was, you wanted uh, to see if she could fly. Yeah. This this book is called "Be Careful What You Wish For," <laughs> and she and. is never careful. Nope. Even <laughs> when specifically told to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of like, hey, uh, she's the equivalent. Her entire life is that person where you like, you're a waiter and you're setting down a hot plate at a table and like, watch out, that's hot. And they go, that's the fajitas, ah, don't touch ah, them. Ah, ah, it's hot fajitas. Ah, oh, I burn my hands. I literally just told you those are hot fajitas. What are you? They're doing? sizzling. The thing is Why? sizzling. That is, Cold, and, then, and then you go, and then and then you say, hey, let them cool. And she says, <laughs> okay, and she tries to eat another one. That's what this book, that's this entire She puts book. her entire mouth on the hot fajita plate. Yeah, she bites the plate. And you go, mm-hmm. Samantha Bird, what are you doing? Samantha, that's Samantha. not even the food. That's not even the food, that's the plate. <laughs> Samantha, you need to go sit down for at least 20 minutes. Oh, my. God. This is the, is this the worst book? This okay, is, hold on. This is... I need, to clarify, I need to clarify <laughs> that I haven't read the book. I only watched the show for this. Oh, well, Paul, well, what well, sweet Paul, you relief really you lived. <laughs> you dodged a giant, awkward girl-sized bullet named Samantha Bird, the worst person the, in the universe. Have you guys watched this episode? I am no. not. Is she better in the okay. TV show? It's, uh, it's boring. It's, it's <laughs> what a surprise! Not, I took notes. I have about... Six, which is incredibly low for me because literally nothing happened. And I'm, I can only imagine with the book. It's the worst book? I, I would say, I would say it's the worst book because it's the most, like, I'm all, I'm all for doing a trope. That's fine if you do it well. Like, this is exactly what you think it would be. It's a monkey paw story. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. 
the character is so unlikable because she keeps making the obviously poor uh, she keeps making the obvious poor decision and not only that unlike the other goosebumps books there's nothing crazy happening like nothing yeah. crazy happens in this book nothing it, it, well yeah. <laughs> hold on I, <laughs> well let's define let's, let's define the monkey paw it's, it's this is the most like I think standard trope in a lot of fiction of just every wish story mm-hmm. really just does this beat of like you get three to five wishes. The monkey's paw, uh, Dom, if you will, you want to explain it? Oh, well, uh, I'll just go off of what I first know it from, which is the sure. Treehouse of Horror episode where of course. Homer buys a monkey's paw uh, and uh, you'll be sorry. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, remember that a little bit. Uh, he goes, he goes, it's, I've just, oh, I bought it from the shop right over there and it's missing. And then he goes, oh, it's, a, oh, there he is. He's, he's <laughs> That's right. I anyway. That. And he says, you'll be sorry. Anyway, uh, uh, Homer makes a wish for things in this story and, uh, you get one wish for each of the monkey's fingers and, uh, it comes true in the worst way, you know, right. like I think he, he, he votes, or he he wishes for I actually forget what he wishes for, but it, we'll just trans we'll just we're just gonna transition right into the story. First wish, first wish. Do we want to talk about first wish? Or we want to oh, get well, there. Let's, let's, let's just play let's, the, let's play character. Let's get some character notes. Out okay, here. okay. But basically, be careful what you wish for for on the monkey's paw because it's gonna come true, but in an evil way. Anyway, yeah, we're following uh, Samantha Miss, Bird. Bird. Samantha Bird plays basketball. <laughs> She's a basketball girl. She's a basketball man. And That's it, true. It, it, you guys did not see the show, but in the show, it opens up during tryouts where she discovers the magical talisman that gives her wish powers. Oh, uh, what? Oh, this what? is vastly different. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So it, Continue, opens up, it opens up with the 90th of music. And I am 100% positive that whoever edited edited this episode and it and had a temp track in there used Mortal Kombat theme as the temp track. I'm 100% positive that this is a sound alike of the Mortal Kombat theme. Are you the telling me that if Raiden had just shown up and done a chess pass to Samantha, you'd be like, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are <laughs> you telling me that Raiden full court dunks? Uh-huh. <laughs> because he was a secret character in the arcade game that actually you can unlock with hacks, and he can do that. Uh-huh. I'm, telling you, I'm telling you that Goro uses all four arms to play with four basketballs. Oh, my God. He'd be so good in the paint. He'd be so good in the paint. He yeah, is a give beast. Give me that Goosebumps book, Mortal Kombat <laughs> Basketball, Goosebumps. <laughs> the crossover that should have happened. But never did. But never it did. In, it was in the works. It was in the works. This this opens up with Samantha. She's at her basketball tryouts, I guess. And in the book, I'm sure they're talking about how clumsy she is. She's it just is the, terrible. It's it's what's even better in the show is that she has to because she's being so unbelievably inept because she's supposed to be bad that she has to like ham it up how bad she is and it's incredibly obvious that she's just like flailing her arms when the ball comes at her it's it's fantastic so oh man are you saying that's like a middle school girl that. doing like jerry lewis bits is that what you're saying just kind it's, of like old vaudeville yeah. like i fell into without some paint the <laughs> yeah are without the good me- tumbling skills are you telling me that there is the Canadian equivalent of Jerry Lewis in this episode? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking for that in my Canadian television. It's there. It's right there. Uh, it's so, fantastic. So, so, so she's on on the basketball team in the in the story or in the show. She finds a talisman there, which she eventually runs into a witch in like the locker room or on the floor in the midst of practice. There is a red ruby gem <laughs> on a Wait, on a just lanyard like laying on the ground it's for just, no reason. She she. 
flubs a ball, it flies across the room, and she walks over to go pick it up. And there is a talisman upon the ground, and she picks it up and puts it around her neck. I, I hope Amazing. she goes like, "Hey, is this anyone's magic talisman? Anyone's magic talisman?" And you got to wait at least twelve hours and take it to the police station, and then it's legally your magic talisman. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> no, that's so interesting. Also, kind of a bummer because the only interesting part at all of the book is that meeting the magic gypsy woman who okay, gives so, her the wishes. Yeah. How does that happen in the book? Uh, Samantha, being a, a clumsy old goof, is just walking back home from the basketball team that she's already a part of and really just cannot get anything going on the team. Old old there, Samantha. Runs into an old lady who just seems to be lost in the rain. And needs, uh-huh. Like, this is a standard trope, right, of like uh, you, you encounter an old gypsy woman and she asks for your kindness and because you don't give her kindness, because you give her kindness, you're rewarded. It's also subverted in Drag Me to Hell, right? Like you don't right. help the banker woman and she curses you forever. So this right. or, just like, or in Thinner where they hit a gypsy woman with the car. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, she gives, and she gives you a curse pie. Oh, it hey, when I was good. a kid, guys, I was scared of that movie. Me too. A little bit. It's a little creepy. I don't know. Honestly, at this point, I'd be cool with like a constantly thinning curse. I just go to Golden Corral and <laughs> chow down every day. Yeah, you it. think that, dude? You think you can drive around eating Cool Ranch Doritos and just gain it back? Which happens in the movie? <laughs> which is what he that. does. The product placement that tries to save <laughs> it's him. It's weird. It's weird that there's just like thirty minutes of him eating a full meal at Golden Corral in thinner. <laughs> yeah, they had a, they cut it. They cut it for time, but it was important. it's in the director. It's in the director's cut, though. Yeah, it's good. They keep the whole thing. So this book does that beat, but it's literally just Samantha walking her uh, through the neighborhood, detailing streets, where to go, when to turn left, and then finally... which is my neighborhood. Oh, no. Wait, really? (laughs) Yeah. It takes place in Montrose. Oh, I didn't realize um, they don't that. specify where, but I just assumed it was this one. In oh. the show, she finds the necklace and then after practice runs into the lady who's lost. And she does the same thing. She she takes her to the thing. She So the lady says she needs to go to Moss Road or something like that. Madison. Um, so it's called Moss Road in for the, for a specific well, reason. Well, that's just changed for – okay. They, they call it Moss Road because it's in the old part of town, which just so happens to be – a dockside where they built a couple of old walls to make it look like an old part of town. Are they saying a part of the town is just a water? It's just, it's literally a dock. It's like, it's like, there's like forklifts in the background. You can tell it's just an unused part of the city. And they like, they finish moving the set halfway. And they're like, nah, you know what? Good enough. And then it's, some, ex- it's some right like, should I move the forklift? He's like, no, it adds character to the shot. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, it's like they don't, they don't use this part of town anymore. They're wrecking it. It's just like an old, couple of walls and they just got moss hanging from it and there's a, a, an old timey street sign from like Europe not even from America that just says <laughs> moss road on it. Wait, so what does that gypsy woman do? Does she do anything? She's just take, when they when she gets there she gives her back her necklace and she's like I'll give you three wishes for being so nice to me. Same thing, same idea. Hold on. Are we saying that this old woman was in the girls locker room and gymnasium, dropped the necklace Samantha found it, and then she ran into the old lady later to give her directions. So they try and explain it by having her go, isn't it weird how lost things just find themselves in strange places? No. That's all she says. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Okay. That's okay. all she says. Very confusing beat. Extra beat to add. I don't know why that was needed. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's so weird. It's and so weird. And you might weird. be going, man, I wonder what else is the setup for Samantha's character. That's really it. She's just really clumsy and hates being tall. And a girl named Jennifer? Judith. 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 
Judith, she, yeah. She hates, and Judith makes fun of her all the time. That's pretty much it. And then she runs into the gypsy woman, <laughs> and she says, I'll give you three wishes, right? Right, three wishes, which is, is you know what? Honestly, if you're writing a wish story, make it four. Make it more yes. interesting. Throw another yeah. one in there just for a fun chapter. So you just don't have to, to mess with the it. trope. Just well, to mess. <laughs> guys, she gets her three wishes, and there's a, a glowing crystal ball that appears um and uh she makes her first wish oh there's a crystal now, ball in the book oh that's cool. yeah there's a crystal ball in the yes book. He, he, like yeah, on the it's cover. so weird there's an amulet it's so very strange in the show uh, i guess it's, it's a lot cheaper to do it that way and then like make it glow in post than to have a crystal ball glow with a practical effect on set or something i, I guess so but anyway anyway uh uh samantha she plays basketball. She's not very good. She gets made fun of by the best player. What's she going to wish for? What, if she has a chance to make right, any wish. Right, right what, now. What will she wish for right now? Right. So she says, she says, I want to be the strongest player on the basketball team. Oh, which she is says already strongest. Terrible, which is already a terrible phrase which for is, basketball. It's like you have, to, you have to work your way around <laughs> so many easy ways to say that, to say it that way. The strongest player. <laughs> what does that mean? I, like this, here's she wants to be a five-tool player. She wants to be the five-tool. She wants well, to be the She gets her O'Neal. wish, guys. She gets her wish because she goes to basketball the next day and everyone is tired but her. And you're like, and she's oh, playing horribly. Oh, she's okay. doing the same, that's, but everyone else got weaker. Oh, that's so interesting because in no, the it's show, not. it's not <laughs> interesting. No, no. It's not really that interesting. It's only interesting because they did one different thing in the book and the show, and that's she said, I want to be the best player on my team. And then all of the kids are just horrible. But it's funny because you said that they're all tired because there's a moment where the coach is asking them what's going on, and they're all like, <sighs> I don't know. And like that you're like, oh, I guess they all just got tired and that made them bad. They never explain it. They just try to show it without without tell you know, like without telling you. So Very I, interesting. I knew that the obviously we're all familiar with the curse of the monkey's paw, so you know that this inversion is going to happen of the wish. It's very standard. Also, uh, Aladdin two, Return of Jafar, also plays with this trope. A man wishes for the treasure from this sunken pirate ship, and Jafar teleports him to underwater at the bottom of the ocean. It's oh. a standard. It's a standard trope, right? I was like, okay, so what's going to go wrong? She wishes to be the strongest, which is the most awkward wording. Even Clarissa, the <laughs> gypsy, should have been like, really. Like, really? What does that mean? What does that mean? Explain <laughs> yourself. I thought it was going to end up where Calista was like, going to go to practice and then like pass the ball to Judith and the ball was just going to go like a cannonball and take off someone's head. Like, yeah, breaks, she's going to have like super strength. Breaks both of Judith's wrists. Yeah, it just like shatters yeah. her body and I was so excited for it. Yeah, get some of that Goosebumps gore in there. <laughs> <laughs> Classic style. <laughs> there's so much, there's so many ways she could have rephrased that Literally, tell me how you could how you could have fixed you know uh, made a logical error out of this. Just say I would like every time I shoot a basket for it to go in the hoop. Right. Every yeah, time. Right. For the rest yeah. of my if you're life. aware of the monkey's paw, you say it that way. But even like going like I would like to be uh, a good. I would like to have a ninety percent shooting accuracy or whatever. Like you yeah. said. Right. It's insane. It's so ins- so it, 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 in the book. Uh, I'm going to continue with with the story. Of the yeah, book. let's carry on. Okay. Um, in the story of the book, she she so she has that happen, and everyone on her team is sick and they're weak and they can't get out of bed. And she visits Judith. She feels bad. She she calls her. 
She tries to talk to her. She she decides to come over and visit Judith. And which is and one Judith of the weirdest conversations her. I've ever seen in a Goosebumps book. It, 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 she's just like, you're a witch. You're a witch. And she's like, I'm not a witch. Oh, hold and, on. And I got to point this out. Not just only that, but that when Judith kind of astutely connects the dots that everyone on the team is sick besides, you know, Sam, yeah. she doesn't accuse her of, like, poisoning them or just being so lame that they didn't get something as well. She immediately goes, you cast a spell on us, which is accurate. But then, <laughs> yeah, which is 100% but then accurate. Sam, what, what, but what we know about Judith is that she's pretty, she's pretty good in school. She's better than uh, She's Sam. the better person. She's mean, but she's the better person. Yes, yes. And so <laughs> Eugenics and so will choose her, she right? She can connect the dots. But, think, but I want to put know. this out that Sam, again, being the worst, she goes, I could not believe Judith would accuse me of casting a spell on her. The nerve. I was so angry at her. It's like, you literally did that. You literally you cast that. a spell on them. <laughs> you should, like, pat her on the back for getting it. Yeah, you should be like, hey, props to you. I got something to say. <laughs> yeah. hey, holy, hey, holy shit, I met a witch. So weird that you guessed yeah. that. But anyway, so she's accused of being a witch, and then she somewhat admits it and runs off. Right. And she then, just leaves. Well, here's here's the thing I want to point out. Sorry to to backtrack. Minor note. This is my biggest thing. She's about to make her second wish, but it's not her second wish. This is the dumbest part of it. Is that between wishing that everyone would be weaker than her in basketball, or you know whatever, be the strongest. Later mm-hmm. that night, she goes out and plays basketball with her brother. Uh huh. And then uh, her brother's beating her ass because her brother's just so good at basketball, and Sam's the worst. She then goes, boy, I wish you were one foot tall. And you're yeah. like, oh, oh that's, yeah. that's going to be interesting. That's clearly the second w- wish. And it doesn't happen? No. It, it All it sets up is a misdirect where the brother goes into the house, and then Sam, who hasn't been believing about the thing, is still like, God, I hope these wishes aren't real, even though nothing's been shown to be proven yet. She right. then goes, oh, my God, my brother is coming outside, and he's one foot tall. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, it was just the dog. <laughs> it was just what? her dog, she, Pumpkin. She mistook. What? She mistook her brother for a one foot high dog. Oh my god! <laughs> but in that, so in that same fashion of making a wish on the, the whim like that, just being like, "I wish it was this way." Oh right. no! So we're gonna get gonna the second it? wish. That's how she does the second wish, right? Yes, yeah, the same way as the first one. But I guess the rule is you don't find out until she makes the wish after she's admitted to being a witch. That Clarissa just has to randomly be there. Clarissa the mage just has to be standing nearby for it to count. Uh-huh. Yeah, she has to appear, like literally appear. But for that it to count. But th- what that means is, is that means Clarissa theoretically, because she can just magically teleport, unless she's just <laughs> wandering around and hanging out in people's houses without them knowing. That means Clarissa probably heard the basketball. I want you to be a foot tall. Wish and was like, come on, that's real stupid. We can do better than that. We can do better than that. I'm gonna hold on. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna do something crazier. I'm gonna wait until she says something even crazier. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, and, uh, she, and she does. What she wished for. She wishes that Judith would disappear. Would disappear. Right? This is. Listen, the monkey. I think paw- we're diverting already. Sorry. Oh, this would be I, interesting. I'd love to hear your version. Yeah. Here's what's the most frustrating part? If you're gonna do cliche monkey's paw, okay, then have clever subversions of the wishes. What Samantha wishes for is that Judith would disappear, and then she wakes up to find that the entire world, theoretically, okay. has disappeared. <laughs> like, the entire world. Like, everything. I mean, I guess we didn't check every country, but, like, most of the people are gone. And then finally, Clarissa just shows up and goes, like, oh, 
I just figured this is the best way to make that happen. Okay, Clarissa, you seem to be genuinely confused about this whole process. <laughs> yeah, she's, she explains it by saying something along the lines of, uh, magic works in mysterious ways and like you can't really control it. And also, this was the best way I could make your wish come true. Okay. So she has the ability to teleport. It, she has the ability to make everyone disappear. <laughs> Why would she take these means as the way of doing it the, the most effective? Like That seems <laughs> like the most strategy. work, right? No, Clarissa's strategy would be like, hey, Clarissa, I'm going to make a wish. Could you like um, wash out this dish and make it all clean and have no dirt in this dish in my sink right now? And she'd go, oh, I burned down your house. I mean, that dish doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So, yeah, you wanted your house burned down. That's what I heard. That's what I yeah, heard. That's, what, that's so, what magic does when you when you ask that. That's just what magic is, does. Is that Clarissa, at least in all intents and purposes, doesn't come across as a malicious gypsy this whole time. She comes across like she's genuinely trying to help. Like, she says that. She says that. She was like, hey, look, I feel bad. Uh, uh, you know, you're put in a bad situation. You helped me out. I want to help you. Think a lot about your, your third, next your third wish. wish. And before right. we get to That's that, what she says. Paul, what happened differently in the TV show? So after she makes her first wish, she meets up with Clarissa at her... I forget where it is, but she meets up with her. A gas like, station. Yeah, it's like some random. <laughs> and she's just like, what the hell? And, and she's like, well, she says she lays the whole magic trip on her. If you do these things, if you don't put it the right way, you get. Oh, it's at school. It's when she's leaving school. That's right. So um, she's even explaining her like, be careful, please. Yes. She gives it to her right before that. So the next day at school, she's getting made fun of by Judith and her best friend. Um, that uh, so there's no little brother. They just completely bypass that. She has a best friend. Um and they're walking down the stairs, and she says, I wish everyone would buzz off. And guess what happens? <laughs> they turn into bugs? Everyone turns into flies. Wait, and wait. Oh. It is the worst. It's terrible. Because <laughs> there's just, like, clothes, like, rapture clothes all over the place. Oh, my God. But uh, they, couldn't do, they couldn't do flies, <laughs> so they just put black dots on the screen. <laughs> Did you say rapture clothes? <laughs> yeah, rapture, rapture because clothes. Because Chad and I have a oh. great, we have a great memory of some rapture Oh my God, uh, Paul and everyone listening, you have to at some point pull up on your Netflix queue the Nicolas Cage film Left Behind based off okay, the please. hit popular 27 book long series about rapture. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's how I'm imagining it. And honestly, we're not going to do it justice. But Left Behind the movie, which takes place, you know, again, this is supposed to be like large, a 27 part movie series. Right. It starts off with a rapture. About 50 minutes in, it's longer than you think it would take for the rapture to happen. <laughs> right. Uh, all of the rapture is just shown in that a lady is about to hug her child who has a <laughs> balloon. And then the camera clearly just cuts and recuts back on where they replaced the kid with like a weird standee with like the kid's clothes uh-huh. that instantly just collapse in her arms and just fall down flat. And all they do to transition is a weird quick white flash. And death boom. There's and like death, a boom. And death boom <laughs> as a bunch of kids' clothes just fall to the ground. It's the funniest thing you've ever seen. It's seriously so, so funny. We just had to get that in there because oh you need God. to go watch it. I have yeah. to go look that up. I love uh, that. That's how I'm imagining man. these flies transforming into. Dude, it's just, it's like similar where it's just like doof and everything happens and there's just clothes everywhere and there's just buzzing and it's literally crude black dots swirling around on the screen and then close-ups of flies like laid in different oh, locations so probably just like even stock footage home. dude it's it's like no they actually got flies and they put them into the scene and shot them on top of like the iconic things of the characters she even goes home and goes to her into her house 
and her parent flies are still on the dinner table just hanging out. She's like, those are my parents, as Clarissa tries to eat one. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? what? She picks one up as if to eat it, and she's like, that's my mom, or something Is like Clarissa that. just what? dumb, or is she just like, I don't care about people? I don't, I don't know. But the best <laughs> thing is, the, the, the rapture, the fly rapture happens, and uh, the world just kind of keeps working. Like, the electricity still works. I was like, man, we really fucking set the world up right where we could all turn into flies. And, like, the power plants just keep on churning and everything keeps on going. Yeah, it's dude, that's re- the way it goes, man. Yeah, man, it works out perfectly. <laughs> I, hey, let's have fly rapture. Can, I'll, can I'm I be down. honest? Can I be honest? Uh, when the everyone disappeared or everyone's flies, I guess, I can put down some fly traps. It sounds like it works found- better. <laughs> I kind of found myself going like, well, no, here's the best part of the fly one. You get a bunch of free clothes. I get a bunch mm-hmm, of free mm-hmm. clothes. As opposed to everyone disappearing, just all their clothes go away. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. Maybe I just, this means I have social problems. As soon as everyone disappeared, I was like, this ain't half bad. Hey, this sounds dude, real good. Chat, my note is probably would have taken a little bit longer before my third wish and just had some fun in I the free open world. I probably would have like, crashed Definitely. a few cars or like, I don't know, just gone to the museum and just like, I don't know. I'm a it's actually great. Go There's to like, Toys R Us and go behind the video game counter. Yeah. Come on, oh that's what we're all doing. God. Oh, what Dude, there's, excess. There's like crashed cars and stuff like that. It's pretty horrific in the show. When oh, you really? See like, Whoa. Like, because people just disappear and the cars just crashed. <laughs> and it, and like, turned into flies. It's a dude, the fly effect. You have to see it. There's some. I there's, heard a couple of the flies try to steer. They were like, no! <laughs> Just holding My up. tiny paws! <laughs> like, trying to pull the wheel down. Oh, that's I fun. think what's really great is that director, I'm just assuming how incompetent this was done. I bet the director was like, can we get some more flies on this shirt? Come on, now. <laughs> yeah. PA, dump some flies on there. Oh, oh, God, they will not stay still. Can we get wingless flies? It's so, dude, it's... Can we get black dots in post? <laughs> can it's, we just get some silly string it'll be enough we'll be good i'm sorry i was just reading uh i'm just reading how serious people are taking our culling plans oh anyone my god have, yeah anyone have a favorite favorite culling plan i like doms but i do recognize the potential for revolt <laughs> hey and honestly you guys brought it up it's a good point yeah. because not only would it be you know pretty bad for some people but it, it is eugenics. It is eugenics. Yes. But, okay, so. but here's the thing. This is off the record. Here's the thing. Eugenics at its core is an interesting idea as long as you're not murdering folks, which is, yes. why, which is why the government should pay money to certain alpha people to make super babies. That's uh, all I'm, I'm saying. I'm into it just for, for S's and G's. Right. You know? Right. For, S's, for S's and G's, shits and giggles. Yeah. I like that. Let's just see what happens. As long as everyone's okay with it. Yeah, or yeah, you, or as uh as Dom likes to say, for stuffed crust and goose, goofy breads. Yeah, I love a goofy <laughs> bread, dude. Give me goofy bread. I don't I even know if that's a real thing. I mean, that. that's think something so. you can get at Disneyland. It's a secret <laughs> item. Goofy's bread. <laughs> Goofy's bread? I don't like that at all. Bread. Dude, it's got the fucking sh- raisins and orange peels <laughs> in it. It's good. It's shitty bread with all the extra shit in it. It's just a chef throws whatever's in the trash into some bread loaf, and he goes, it's Goofy bread. It's Goofy bread. Dude, Goofy's bread is a real secret item. I've had it once, and it was really good. I don't know if you're lying or not. I don't know <laughs> You can only get it in Toontown, and now Toontown's disappearing, so I wonder if what? I am lying. What are you saying? Are you just... Wait, Goofy Bread. Goofy's Bread is a real item you can get at this I point. don't and believe it. has it. raisins and oranges. The orange peel. 
What? No, that's not true. Yeah, because it's like Goofy he made a bad loaf, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's good though. You can only get it in Toontown and they're making they're they're destroying that for Star Wars land. I legitimately can't <laughs> tell if you're lying or not. This is really blowing my mind. Well, I mean, I just Goofy I just don't, guy. I just I guess we'll we'll probably never really know. I guess I'll go to <laughs> Disneyland and just ask for that and every single person I see for about three hours until I'm thrown out. I'll ask yeah, for you Goofy's have to bread. Ask spe- spe- specifically, not for Goofy bread, for Goofy's Goofy. Bread. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Brewed owned by Goofy. And then I'll find... Yeah, Goofy made it. And then I'll find the real Goofy <laughs> and go up to him in his costume and be like, I'm here for the bread. And he'll be like, Chad. oh my God, the signal. All prisoners <laughs> shall be released. And then he takes me into the underground passages of Disneyland going, hey, this kid asked for Goofy's bread. It's time. He's the chosen one. It's, it's baked It's baked in the in the under uh, under the Matterhorn in the lava pits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chad, you, Lord, have to, you have to go and check this out because I am angry that I can't vet this thing right now. Okay, we'll go and we'll check this out. Goofy's I, bread. <laughs> you, guys, you guys who work at Disneyland have, or you've worked there before, confirm it. it it's real. Okay. <laughs> hit us, hit uh, us up on our, uh, on our so, Gmail. So the third wish, Chad. Oh, so the, the third, third wish. Oh. The third wish. Oh, before we get into the third wish, real more time, I just want to point out that everyone in this town that's missing. I also didn't miss because every kid in this town is stupid. In- oh yeah. Including- oh yeah. This, this really comes through with the bad children. I believe the book starts off with children being jerks. Yeah. I mean, everyone in this is kind of terrible, including the book starts off with Judith trying to trip Sam. It starts off with action. It immediately starts off with, Whoa, foot being put down. But the worst kid of all, I would say is one of her friends who constantly complains about his che- grilled cheese sandwich for lunch. What? <laughs> what? This is multiple times. There's a conversation where they're at lunch. All of the exposition is, is dealt with with them uh, processing stuff at lunch. Right. And they Sam do that in the show, too. Sam sits across from a kid who can stop, not stop complaining about how his dad makes him a delicious grilled cheese sandwich and how it gets all gross. And even at one time goes, oh, my God. I think he didn't even put American in here. He put cheddar Oh, what a monster. And then Sam goes, you're right, and takes a giant bite of her egg salad sandwich. This book was written by 60-year-old people. This book was written <laughs> oh, by yeah. old men. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> In that same scene, I believe a troll doll is tossed into someone's soup, some kid's soup. Never in the history of cafeteria has a child <laughs> eaten soup in cafeteria, never, even if it was offered was. that day. No. <laughs> It's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate unless, all these kids. I'm glad unless there was a state where Lunchables tried out soup Lunchables, that never happened. Oh. You're right. Wait, would soup Lunchables just be the plastic container with a bunch of hot soup in it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's cold. Like you just have to eat it cold because it's cold, Lunchables. Cold. It comes with a lighter. Soup. It comes with a lighter soup and half a cracker. Half <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a cracker. Uh, uh, also, this kid Corey, his name is. Uh, he serves the plot in no way. Like, okay. <laughs> he does Like she, she explains things to him, and he goes, "Huh, come on! I mean, you can't be serious." And then he steals a bag of her chips, and he eats, he eats it. all the chips. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is uh, this is why this wasn't in the show at all. They just there's cut not it. even yeah, a it line. Didn't serve the plot when everyone disappears. There's not even a line of like. Oh no, Corey, my good friend. He is who gone. she has a crush on. She definitely has a crush on. You think? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah because little... she likes him. She says she's he's cute, and that's oh. the only reason she would talk to him because he, he's a jerk. Otherwise, Ugh. 
it's, you know what's weird? They set up the clothes thing, like, even multiple times they describe, like, the Goosebuds trope of just over-explaining all of the history and all their clothing. Oh, like, my God. It, that would have been worked in Paul's version if they'd been like, you know, Corey always wore that Baltimore Ravens hat or whatever it is just because uh-huh. he really likes it. Then, you know, then Sam could have found the hat discarded and been like, oh, my God, if Corey doesn't have his hat, he must have truly disappeared. Like, that's a dumb, cliche thing, but they could at least use that. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you could have at least said, oh, no, and Corey, my best friend, even he is gone. Like, <laughs> that's it. That's all you needed. But she didn't even pander, ponder that, you know? Right. Uh, okay. Uh, but also, anyway, yeah, so anyway. She, she, she has the opportunity to make the third wish. And Clarissa, right? again, is approaching going, hey, I'm really trying to make you happy because – by the way, I don't know why giving some woman directions to a street is worth three magic change the world wishes. Like <laughs> right. the exchange, the exchange rate is not even. If it had been like, oh my god, you saved my life, you pulled me from a, a car or whatever, I'd be, I'd get it. But this is not balanced out. Why Sam deserves this power? But maybe it's like maybe she's like a witch intern and she has to do so much like free pro bono <laughs> witching. <laughs> That just, is how it kind of works yeah. in Kiki's delivery service. Yeah, uh huh. You know? It actually is. Yeah, <laughs> we're dragging down Kiki's delivery service, but just mentioning it. Amongst I, this I book. know. Great movie, guys. Fantastic. Great movie. But yeah, she does get her third wish, and Clarissa's really, just really want to stress out how much Clarissa's like. Take your time, really think it out, which never happens. The wish right. giver never goes like, really think about it. Don't That's fuck not, this up. Even yeah. though I seem to be dumb and been hit in the head by a horse. Really take the time to make this wish good. She's probably like, I know how dumb I am, Samantha. And if you don't say the right thing, I'm going to screw this up. And, and, and Sam is very dumb. I would like to also call attention to earlier in the book, Sam and her just like, I'm tripping over everyone. I'm really terrible. She goes up to the chalkboard and does a math equation and says that she stared at it a long time and couldn't figure it out until someone pointed out that Sam had said two plus four equals five. What? This is uh, Dom. What? Do you remember this? Sam yes, was, yes. This is the beginning of the book. Judith corrects her. Judith, Judith corrects goes, her. You, you, you added two and four wrong. It's five. You put five, and it's six. And everyone laughs at her. And she oh goes, "Oh my, my god. god, I couldn't believe I got that wrong." So Anna might be literally brain dead. Well, Samantha. Anna is her. Oh, sorry, Anna is Judith's friend. Yes, Sam might be literally brain dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, because she she makes so many mistakes. She's such a klutz. But not only that. Before we get to the last wish, she is a jerk. She describes two women, and she describes how fat they are. Oh, she damn. goes out of her way to describe how fat they are, and they're nice women that she likes. But then, <laughs> and, and then uh, the writer, uh, the nurse comes out of her room. She says oh, right. she's chunky, and the nurse goes, oh, "Okay, guys, lunchtime." And it's like, come on, come on. Wait, why would you, why would you write the only things about these characters are that they are fat? Well, Sam right. even thinks like, oh man, I heard that sometimes she teaches home ec because she wants to eat all the brownies. Damn. Like, so Sam, I mean, I well, get. Oh, that, you know, yeah, that's the thing. She goes, I heard that she makes us make all this stuff and then eats it when we're not around. And it's probably true. And then she says that everything they make tastes like dog food. So not only is this woman like gorging herself on like the things that kids make that she's choosing to she's believe, eating but dough. also she's e- eating awful food awful and she food. loves it. And let's not forget also that Sam attacked a kid. I mean, I get it that Judith was making fun of her, but at one point, the most real thing, probably in a Goosebumps book, 
Uh, Samantha attacks Judith and starts to choke and strangle her, and it reads as if she wouldn't have stopped if she had been pulled away. Yeah, if she had not been pulled away, she was going to murder Judith. <laughs> Judith was being a real big jerk, but she was going to murder Judith, and it sounds like she goes to ta- on to talk about it more in the next scenes where she's still super pissed off about it. But I just have to say, after she finds herself horribly alone, she makes a PB&J, and she starts <laughs> eating it. Right? Uh-huh. And this is, what, this is what it says. For the first time, I felt the urge to cry, but I jammed another hunk of peanut butter sandwich in my mouth <laughs> and forced the urge away. Boy, did huh. I relate to that. Hmm. Boy. Eating, eating to suppress emotions. Oh, well, here we are, Samantha. <laughs> Damn. You, you got what you wished for. <laughs> you just cross-examined the fuck out of Samantha. <laughs> yeah, dude, Samantha, you know what? You know what? Maybe have a little sympathy next time you go around judging people by the way they look. Okay? <laughs> you jerk. Samantha may be one of the worst kids ever in a Goosebumps book. It's, it's interesting. And, it, it, yeah. and it's underlined by the next wish. It's interesting because she's not, she's just kind of a dumb, like, klutz, but she's not, or, I won't even say a dumb klutz. She's just kind of a klutz. And she's just, like, sort of moping around, just being, like, an awkward kid, you know? They don't play up the dumb thing. It's really interesting how how much they made her seem kind of like just a just brain dead clumsy idiot. That's crazy. Well, it's in her own in her own head also how much she says she's dead, but she clearly keeps messing up. And she also again we're saving this because you realize how bad the third wish is. This is how dumb of a person Samantha is. As a first person narrator of the book, she tells you things in the wrong orders in a way I've never seen in Goosebumps before. <laughs> like an example will be. Uh, where she'll tell you, like, hey, let, me, let me pull up a literal example for you. So this is from page 15, early on. This is an example of the type of narration this writer slash Samantha decides to tell you about her stories. Okay? I watched Corey stuff down my potato chips. He didn't even offer me one. Then the bell rang, and I hurried to home ec, where I totally lost it. What happened was this. We were making tapioca pudding, and it was really messy. Do you understand what she just did? She, like, jumps to the end of the story and uh-huh. then starts retelling you the whole thing. Like, another She's time doing- she'll be like, Hey, she's just a regular old Tarantino, dude. She saw some Pulp Fiction, <laughs> and she wanted to mess with some time, you know? It's the she'll, 90s. People were going nuts with that. It might have been, but she'll build up suspense like, boy, I can't wait to see how practice was. Practice was a total disaster. I absolutely hated it. Now let me tell you how practice was a disaster. So, like, you're not even getting the enjoyment of, like, that momentary suspense as you read through uh-huh. the scene. You <laughs> yeah. Know how to- yeah, yeah. I felt that a lot. Like, she would retell you. She would. T- she, I, I, I felt that a lot, especially in that basketball scene, because you're waiting for these things to happen, like, because... Like there's all this tension because it's after they fight in home ec class because that 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 scene you just read leads up to home ec class. And then there's another scene at basketball where she does the same thing. And it would just be so much more exciting if you just let it happen (laughs) as opposed to tell me what happened. Yeah. So it was just real bizarre to read. It was like real, real easy to speed read. I'll tell you that. But this third wish. This third wish, she goes, okay, make your third wish. And also the gypsy keeps giving her like the ability of like, I cancel out your other wish. So theoretically, you don't have to make a, that's always kind of the sadness of these stories, right? It's like you have to spend one wish to undo the first one and then use another one. Like you're burning through wishes faster than you think. The gypsy is giving her like the ability to just cancel out the other wish previously for basically a free wish, a free return policy, and then a new wish. Knowing this, Samantha still decides to make a wish essentially rewriting the universe, uh, except she adds, you know, I don't know if this is a good idea, 
But she adds, I would like for Judith to think I'm the coolest person to be obs- like basically be a huge fan of me. Yeah. Yep. So she, she, she says, bring everyone back, make it everything the way it was. And, or I think it was, but she says, but make it so that Judith thinks I'm the greatest person. Like, yeah. She's, 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 she's just like freaking tried to lay that up in there. Yeah, she like, piggybacked she another practice, wish, but it bricked, man. <laughs> 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 this is the laziest wish fulfillment story I've ever read. Like, okay, everyone disappears, so they're just ghosts. Nothing interesting at all. The first one is, I guess, other basketball players just lay down and take naps. And now it's just, I want a girl to like me. I like Not yeah. even like, I want a bunch of money, or I want, you know, other people to worship me. It's, it's, like, it's not even that. It's just Judith is going to like her. And just then one it's kid. interpreted. One kid. One kid. And then Judith is going to go... And become an obsessive, like, cultist about her? Right. Yeah, and, like, dress just like her and do her hair just like her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you yeah. know what? That's annoying, and they spend another, like, 45 to 50 pages explaining how annoying Judith is. Really longer than you need to, which you think is the ending of the book. It's not that bad, right? right. Like, you essentially have a slave now. Well, Judith does she gets hide a, in her closet. Yeah, she gets a little out. single white female at a certain it's a point. Little single white female. So I'm saying this. She like, gets a little one hour photo on us, guys. <laughs> yeah. So here's, here's so, all right. So here's <laughs> I'm going to propose in a very like brutal. These aren't kids. These are if adults have this problem. You go okay. Hey, now mind slave. This person who's you know loyal to me like a vampire familiar. Sure, you can sleep over my place, but you're going to sleep in this ch- like, this chest I just keep in the closet, <laughs> and I'll just let you know when I need it. And obviously, you're going to love it because apparently, there's nothing wrong I can do. But now I'm going to have you as just a servant. I'm going to send you to do groceries, and I'm going to be like, "Hey, you know what's really great? Uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You should make me one." And then she'll do it, and then you have a free butler for life. You're right. You have a sycophant. Sycophant. Yeah, I mean, like you're just like. I don't see a downside. I don't see a downside. You, you could make her like kill the president for you if you needed to. <laughs> you could like, also just sit her down and be like, "Hey, tone it back. I like you too. Let's be best friends, but tone it back." Yeah, right. Yeah. Like you could just have that conversation. She doesn't or, though. She just runs away from her. She just runs away from her and hopes she runs into the gypsy again, which she does. Okay, <laughs> so in the book, does she for the for the unprecedented fourth wish? Fourth wish, unprecedented fourth wish. Does she literally run into her in the book? Um, I don't think so. What happens, Chad? And, I, if I, I remember right, no, she goes, I was so ready for it to be. I, I remember she just runs away and just finds her in the woods. I mean, I guess theoretically, Clarissa could have like appeared, but it made it seem like she just ran into her. It's it's yeah. hard to distinguish. There's like, like why wouldn't why wouldn't you just say for her for us to be friends instead of being like the, I'm the greatest person ever? Right? It's like you continue to make selfish choice. Yeah, you continue to make a selfish choice, and you don't learn from your experience. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Well, if you, if and then, you, yeah, if you're going to do it, like if you're going to be selfish and go that kind of like for an interesting story, have Samantha go, I wish everyone at school was obsessed with me. And then you get that awesome beat in like Rick and Morty where everyone wants to make love to Morty. Yeah. Like that's right. a version of that trope. That's right. going like what if we took it to the next level where it's not just one person in love with you, but everyone wants to mate with you. Like, right. But this book obviously did not have that genius inside of them. No. In uh, the in the in the show, it's really great uh, when she's running away from from Judith because she's so obsessed with her. Uh, she runs, and then Clarissa is standing on the sidewalk in like a basketball pick, and she just like like front bumps her and knocks what? her to the grid. dude. It's it's fantastic. It's she like pick an aggress- and rolls the gypsy. It's an aggressive. The, the gypsy aggressively picks her to the ground. 
It's fantastic. <laughs> That's amazing. I will have to watch that at all. Does she so make a different wish? Yeah, so the same thing. Like she does, she gets an unprecedented fourth wish. Okay, and she wishes for what, guys? God. What would you do with that fourth wish? What could you possibly do if you've seen the movie Wishmaster <laughs> by Wes Craven? You would know that you would make a wish that alters the day that you got the wishes. Right. You I never seen that movie, oh, but oh, that sounds you, right. If you really want to That's wipe it happens. clean, you go, I wish I never ran into you. But you also got to be, if you really want to be specific, you go, I wish I didn't run into you and you never granted anyone else other wishes ever again. Like, or right. whatever. Right. She does That's, not. She goes, I, it's weird because she doesn't even feel bad for her. She just goes, I wish that I never ran into you and that Judith ran into you instead. Yes. Yeah, she, like, like a, like a bolt of lightning hitting for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm going to make the same really bad choice. Right. I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to put stuff in this wish that would come back to me. Well, what's and even like better going Dom, out of your way to get, uh, some sort of revenge on your, yeah, here's the thing. Dom, if she, th- go ahead. The best part is that she does do what you just said, which is makes the right wish, but again, cheats. And adds on an additional wish and fucks herself over. <laughs> what, what is what is the additional wish in the show? It's the same thing. It's the, that she she says I want I want to change the day that I met you, which is the wishmaster rule, and she does it right. And then she says, and I want Judith to meet you now. And she does the same thing. She just but she and she with her little addendum, she fucks herself over again. And it's so shitty because she's been some sort of magical bully to Judith right. this entire time that she's had these wishes. She's ruining Judith's life. And again, she was a bully. Judith was mean. But honestly, the more I know about Sam, the more I like, maybe Judith was in the right. Maybe Judith <laughs> was in the right. Maybe, maybe Judith was right all along. Yeah. Here's well, a, is that your, is that your, your eugenics mind? No. Saying that, Chad? No. I'm just saying I wouldn't have Sam paired up for breeding with another super. Chad person. was like, yeah, Judith is smarter. Judith is more athletic. <laughs> I think we should just keep Judith and get you know, rid of Smith. Judith, Judith did some bad things, but she had a couple good ideas that I think I liked. <laughs> like getting rid of all the Sams in the world. <laughs> uh, here's, here's, uh, but yeah, so she gives her wishes to Judith, and then, and then what happens, Chad? What happens? Oh what happens in great goosebumps fashion? This this is actually one of the most memorable endings I have in my brain. I don't know why, maybe it's just because it's so stupid. But I remember this one very clearly. Uh, she then immediately like kind of wakes up in the same spot to find Judith talking to Clarissa, like immediately running into her. I guess Judith maybe either did something to win her over or Judith didn't have to do that. And you just hear Judith say something about fly away bird. And then Samantha yeah. is turned into a bird or a crow. What? Uh, and then Judith and Clarissa turn and smile at her as now Sam as a bird just flies away. And she's like, I and Sam what? is 100 percent OK with it. OK with it. But also, like, I wonder what her wish was. Like, it's like Samantha like, doesn't even understand, <laughs> like, what just happened. Uh, well, that's that's kind of the weird thing because she's constantly being called a bird because of her last name, and right. she's being told to be to fly away, bird. And then she finally gets turned into a bird, and it's like she's at peace. Like this entire time, she was a bird in a human's body, and she couldn't <laughs> do anything right, and she, her brain Wait, wasn't good because it was dude. Time. He was listening. Arl was listening to free st- to free bird when he wrote this, right? Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, dude! He everything, was smoking a lot of weed. Everything. <laughs> Samantha does, if you look at it as under that she's actually a secret bird, makes more sense. 
Yeah, that like, makes that makes a lot of like sense. Like tripping over everything and like knocking uh-huh. over basketballs and attacking someone that's in her face and like biting her. These are all bird behaviors. Bird tactics, yeah. And I, I imagined her as a crane at the end, a very tall. Oh, interesting. Bird, I was okay. thinking like uh, you went for the nicer and I was trying to go for the more horrifying in my head of like a tiny little like sparrow thing that's just gonna get eaten by a hawk at some point. <laughs> and <then> immediately <laughs> gets swallowed by a raven. Yeah, a bigger bird. Uh, that, that, <laughs> this side tangent. That was one of the scarier things that I got to see at E when I worked at the suit is I, I don't know how many scary things. A I bird see person? There, this, no, no. Uh, ravens attacking the other birds <laughs> in the courtyard. You could just watch massive ravens like aggressively attack other birds. Holy above shit. The place where they make E news. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really It was just kind of fun. Uh, I got to say, guys, the TV show ends in a 100% different way. Unbelievably oh, really? different. What, 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 what goes on? Tell us. So the same thing happens. She makes the same fourth wish. Uh, there's no flash of her, like, waking up. Uh, they just are standing there, and then Judith just goes over to Clarissa, who's standing on another corner now. And, like, a, like a drug dealer is now handing her the ruby uh, that she puts around her neck. And then you hear you, Judith says... I want everybody to worship me no matter wh- no matter where I am. And I was like, okay, so they're going to like uh, swarm her and it's going to be crazy. Uh, so it cuts to an old couple and the old man goes, look at that or something like that. And then a bunch of kids start running up and we cut back to the corner and there is the worst <laughs> fake statue of Judith on what? the corner. What? Photoshopped, like copy and pasted as if like they just added a picture, took a picture of her in Photoshop and just bevel and embossed it <laughs> wait 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 wait. what was the wish that uh, that every time people saw her that they would be like really obsessed with her like that everyone wherever she like that i, I don't even remember how she worded it but she said <laughs> that everybody what? would always be obsessed with her she turned, so turned her into, her into a, a statue, statue. and it just <sighs> it's a shot of the statue and then it cuts up to a close-up of her head which is a fantastic i should get a screen grab of it for you guys it's just a shot of her head and a raven lands on it. And then it's just like, Rawr! and then it's dun, 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 and you're done. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't oh, know. I, oh I guess gosh. the statue's the worst fate, but oh it's, my God. It's so good. And the moral of the story, as you guys pointed out, is pass horrors off on people you don't like, I guess. I, I guess. I guess the moral of the story is like. Be careful what you wish for, but if you do get some wishes, see if you can get somebody else fucked up with them. <laughs> yeah, see, like, here, here's the thing. Like, if Samantha had said at the end of the book, oh, I felt bad about, you know, what I did to Judith, I'm going to pass the wishes over to her so she can have a better existence, like she is like a penance, Yeah, that would be more tragic, and it's still even more tragic when Judith is still a piece of shit and, you know, turns her into a bird. But right. it seemed like she wanted to send bad wishes towards her. Like she seems like she wanted harm to come to Judith. Yes. When she did it. So yeah. when Judith does it, you're like, I don't know. Judith's already on the right track. She turned a person into a bird. <laughs> right, like right. she clearly theoretically has two more wishes to go. I am terrified to think of what Judith's going to do with those other two wishes. Dude. Now she understands the basic rules. Judith might just rule that world. I was just going to say that's like a rapture world. Like she's like Damien. <laughs> she could. She could make. She could be. She's oh a Damien. Her wishes sure. come true without harm to her. Oh, yeah. God damn. 
Yeah, she's got two left. Chad's she, excited. He wants to see where it goes. I would rather read that book about like growing up in a world where Judith reigns and everyone's terrified. Like she's publicly announced that when she has the power and she's demonstrated it somehow, she's like, I just got to make one more wish and you all could go away. Y'all better watch out. Y'all better watch out. I know you got sniper towers trying to watch me, but like, don't worry. You all got to bow to me. I own this planet now. And I'm, I'm That's terrified. awesome. Right? I want that. Yes. Right? Isn't that way more interesting? Mm-hmm. I just want to note that the cover of this book the classic cover features uh, Samantha looking at Clarissa, who is uh, uh, she's got the crystal ball and the crystal ball has cracked open and um, some kind of pink gas is coming out of it. Okay. That doesn't, that never happens. <laughs> nothing like that. Nothing that exciting. Nothing cool like happens. that happens. Right. I just wanted to talk about that. That's I, w- I would also like to add that I've been finding this fascinating now in the last couple of books we've been reading Again, this just goes into all of my frustration with the Goosebumps movie that multiple characters we've read about are apparently in the movie and we never saw them. So Clarissa, according to the wiki, it might just be someone wrong, the Goosebumps wiki, Clarissa is in the movie and really? I will I am gonna include a photo and we will tweet it. You will you definitely never saw this person. Hold on a second. Was it like that clown? No, you think it's just be the clown lady? Like I was like, oh, there must be like an old hag woman or something that they they had in there. Tell me when hot elf woman was ever in that movie? Hold on, let me see this. What the what? Oh, what? At what point did is that the girl, the the actress? Oh, when is that woman? That is the promotional photo of Clarissa in the movie Goosebumps. Supposedly, I don't even believe it, and I don't know. She may have been somewhere, but she, yeah, she wasn't prominent at all. And and if this is a promotional photo, the lipstick is not good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's already wearing. But, like. This all just goes to show there was probably like 20 actors who were like, I'm in the Goosebumps movie. I'm one of the main monsters. And then they probably shot stuff and they're like, oh, I'm not I'm not even in it. I'm not even. Oh, I wasn't the Yeti. So I wasn't in. the. Oh, I'm glad they showed that CG werewolf more. I guess I won't be the cool person to cast wish spells. Hold on, guys. I'm linking you guys to the statue pick as well. Oh, okay. Wait till you (laughs) see. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she looks like it, she was turned into concrete. It's so bad. Holy it, fuck. It looks like they stole a model from a PS1 game and then <laughs> photoshopped her eyes, nose, and lips on it. It's so terrible. Uh, it's so awful. Oh, dear God. I lost it, dude. I was on the couch fucking roaring. I was just like, what? What? Oh, That's, it, that, hey, She's smiling looking like was, up in the sky. Yes, yeah, she's happy. She got her wish, man. I think the worst part of this wish is that like everyone in town thinks that statue's good. <laughs> like they all look at that and go, that's a Even real that good crow, job. man. Oh, that my crow loves God. that. He's like, that's a spot, man. <laughs> Just pooping in her mouth the whole time. That's what Jen, um, Jen was like. I hope he poops on her. It never happened though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's that doesn't happen. Here's the question I'm going to throw at you guys. This is probably the worst, uh, you know, goosebumps wish story combination ever right what would be your guys's wishes oh you had well, to talk about mean, this just fantasy. to tie it back i mean you're gonna wish master aren't you i mean you're just gonna you, you gotta get your calling wish in now <laughs> so get it prepared <laughs> see i would actually rather wish for some sort of just like vaporizing power like 
just so I could like hand so the calling could happen, but so that I could like also just in the rest of my life make that go away. Um, <laughs> but like not just the vaporizing. Like I push, I point at you, and you get to go to a happy farm. You get to go I'm to a happy imag- farm. I'm imagining it right now. I'm imagining you vaporizing people. Yeah, but like, you don't get hurt and you don't die. You get teleported to another dimension where there's just like a bunch of free ice cream and and carnival rides, and you're happy forever. But oh, so it's like Dom's. Like, it's like Dom's eugenics. Yeah, so it's world. kind of like my calling plan. Yeah, before <laughs> you get before you get zapped, you get to take a test on your favorite <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and if you mess up on the ice cream in the happy world, you get teleported to another world where it's not as happy. <laughs> uh, no, but what will be some wishes? Let's 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 figure this out. What are some can do? Will exist and work with you for the end of time? Do you wish for immortality? I don't know. Ah, uh, no, that's no, a, that's a no. curse in if itself. If you've read Sandman Volume One, yep. you know that you can't v- wish for that, guys. Okay, you you just can't. Okay, okay. How about this? Immortality, but the ability to like to decide when you're done. Right. Okay. That's good. That's good. I like when that. You're already like right it, it, immortality is an interesting one to decide when you're done. Okay, but it has to be a horrific death if you're gonna. Sure, have that you can also get to decide like, how you, you have go to out, commit, like Hatakiri or something. How about this? Right. You're immortal. Real painful. Yeah. You're immortal, yeah. but when you go out, you go off like a nuclear bomb, and you kill just tons of innocent people well, no, with you, get, you? That you. That way, you get to decide if, like, let's say you're immortal and the world's like gone to hell and it's like the apocalypse and Terminator robots. You can like march to Skynet and detonate yourself. Oh, that's but a cool if, idea. But if, world, but if the world's like pretty nice, you can be like, okay, I'm gonna have to get flown out to a random island and I'll just turn myself into a nuke. Or like whatever. Like you can you can control some final destiny when you go out. I'm just saying. Okay, right. yeah, but you have to set yourself off, set your nuke self off by diving into an empty pool like that old PSA. <laughs> what, what old PSA? What is Do you it? remember that PSA of the girl? Like she's hopping on the diving board and they're talking about drugs, and then she dives and they reveal that there was no water in the pool. <laughs> Wait, are drugs supposed to be like will make you think there's water there? Um, <laughs> it's like diving into an empty pool doing yeah. drugs. Chad, have you ever heard of water weed, dude? That shit'll fuck you up. Oh, dude, don't do water weed. <laughs> don't do My water brother weed. did it. My brother did water weed, and he tried to keep drinking water. He was just drinking sand. He died. He filled his body with sand. (laughs) He he drank the wrong thing, dude. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking water weed, dude. I'd wish for water weed to be real. I'd do that. Okay, water weed. I would wish away some global warming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, like, a giant space shield around the planet would be pretty dope. I'd wish... How about a laser? Okay, go on. I'm just throwing that out there. Just like, a, la- a, just a, a cool laser. laser. Yeah, like one laser. You know, you get a shitty for humans. I was gonna say, you know, you'd get like a shitty like science store laser. That's what you would end up getting. Oh, I know, I know. If you ask for a laser, you're gonna get a laser point. Yeah, you're gonna get devil dealed on that one. Really, which easy. actually isn't that bad considering monkey's paw. It could be a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I like yeah, that. You take, and, you, and you could take a plane down with that, so it's still pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, here's another one. Uh, you get a impervious, easily repairable Iron Man suit, but also the idea of Iron Man is gone from everyone's consciousness. So <laughs> no one just goes like, hey, look at that fucking asshole in the Iron Man suit. Everyone's like, wow, look at that hero. Like, you, you get to just be that person. That's cool. I uh, like that I would one. wish for the ability to transform into a wolf. Ooh. That's sweet. That's sweet. 
you know, after I, I do good for the world with my first two wishes. <laughs> Third wish, I'm turning just into sweet wolf, wolf power. <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> that reminds me, that was actually something I wrote down for this book because I was trying to think about, like, okay, what if Samantha actually had been smart with her wishes and wished for, like, you know, she said the right thing of, like, I hope that I am the best shooter in the world and I don't ever miss a shot or whatever. Like, the way Clarissa would have had to have worked to make that wish be a downside is, like, Sure, you're an excellent basketball shooter now, but like everyone on earth is turned into wolves and they're trying to eat you. So, oops, sorry. Like, it would have to be like that kind of a crazy solution to make the wish also bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I'm just saying, great minds right. that I like about wish right, powers. Right. Hey, man, we got wolf wishes. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's not forget it, baby. Wolf pack, three of us. Wolf pack. Oh, I'll take the last wait, of our hey, breed. I'll make one of mine a wolf wish as well. I'll do that. I also okay. want the right. ability. What's your I also wolf want, wish, Paul? I, no, no, mind. It's going to be to be a wolf brother with you. That's duh. That's what I'm going to do. Brotherhood of the wolf. Brotherhood of the wolf. I uh, I guess I'll go in on wolf. I was going to say, like, could I maybe be like a cool a cool beaver that just rides on your guys' back? That would be hey, oh, that yeah, carries you a be spear. A cool beaver, I want you, you, you to have a spear. Okay, I'll, I'll just be one of the characters from Redwall. I'll just be that yeah. then. Mm-hmm. I'll just okay. be one of the badger Red warriors. Oh, I love it. And you have that cool accent. They all have that cockney <laughs> accent. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll ride on your backs and defend you from birds. You know, that always fucking ground my gears when I read that, because I'd be like, all right, man, you're making me decipher this goddamn... Like, <laughs> the, this, the cockney this fucking, badger accents in the Redwall series? it was series? so hard to read sometimes. <laughs> what were you got they? It, were they? If, if you got to pick one up again and read like a little bit of it and be like, what the fuck is this mole saying right now? (laughs) (laughs) That's initially why I believe, uh, uh, Kubrick didn't want to make a clockwork orange because he didn't, he he didn't want to decipher all the language. The Drew, the Drew language. And he also turned down doing a Redwall adaptation in the eighties because it was just like, (laughs) he did some test footage and it was just a long, slow push in on a badger holding a sword, but it was like a real badger. (laughs) Like there's nothing like, else to it. He's like, you know, you, normally I yell at my actors, and they eventually I get what I want. But this, just listen to me. They just they they beat me. They won. They beat me. They I beat give me. Up. All they can do is listen, and that's all they did. Hey, <laughs> this gives me a great idea. What if I did eyes wide shut, and then you don't understand how it connects at all between a badger holding a sword to Nicole Kidman being naked? But it just works in his brain. <laughs> it just worked. It just worked. It's just Guys, a great movie. This works perfectly. Our wolf our wolf wishes are perfect because the next book. After the next book is Werewolf of Fever Swim. Oh, oh we're going to be God. brothers. The next book is Piano Lessons Can Be Murder. Hey, I, I did get to give you guys my other wish, and that was the ability to see through the anonymity of the internet. Uh, oh. So that's going to pair real nicely with my wolf wish, because I'll be able to see through the anonymity and then come wow. as a wolf for your ass, dude. Yeah, so don't even try <laughs> to leave a bad review. <laughs> wolf bro's coming for your ass. That's pretty yeah, good. I'm gonna be, say... And I'm going to be at the door watching. I'm just, my name is Watchdog. <laughs> I just let my boy Paul do all the dirty work because he likes oh, oh. it. And then comes in on comes in Badger Warrior with a sword just to eat your cables, I guess. I'm just going to eat your cables. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you you'll never go on the internet again. <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna be dead as shit, and your house is gonna be in disarray. You know, speaking of all these wishes, guys, I, I you know what I would wish with what's, my last. What's, what's that? that? What's that? Don? I would wish that everyone who listens to Goosebuds leaves an iTunes review. Oh, How about it? What do you say? I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's a great wish. You know what? I think it came true. Look, oh. I see I see a couple of reviews. Oh, like, yes, like, Clarissa. Like Paul, would you like to read one? Why, yes, I see one that says, love you guys. He loves us, <laughs> too. 
Can you can you can you read it in like a, an English accent, like a little? English I don't boy? think I'd be able to <laughs> read it like no, read it like a Redwall Badger, dude. If I tried to read it like a, I'd have to drop so many letters. I don't think it would mean anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this one's by weakness, and he says, I can't tell you how many times you've all had me laughing like a crazy person. You all have amazing chemistry. I just wish you had more episodes for me to listen to. Keep up the good work. You guys are great. Hold on. Wish? Wish oh, you had more episodes? My. Well, be it's careful what you wish for, weakness. Mm-hmm. We're, it's all you. It's all you in this magic gypsy. I'm a gypsy. Did you know that this whole time? I'm a gypsy. Did you know that? <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you thought Chad was holding an orange this whole time? Mm-mm. It's a crystal ball. <laughs> Did you know our friend's a gypsy? <laughs> Did you know that we are wolves? <laughs> Come into your window. Okay. All right. I, okay. I, I want to I, I do a comic about our internet crusade team of animals by the way i think i think that would be a great comic i think um i think uh i think we should make that <laughs> oh you mean the comic book gypsy wolves with badger friend <laughs> <laughs> our comic gypsy. book gypsy with it's a great book gypsy wolves i would legitimately like pick it. that up off the shelves oh, yeah, yeah. I, would, I would i would i would page through it at least okay. <laughs> i gotta see that badger friend go ahead Doc. <laughs> I gotta you gotta see go. that badger friend how about another <laughs> review I've got I've got a review here from Dade eighty four who may be a badger friend. <laughs> Dade, I don't know that I feel like that could be a badger. That state. could be a Redwall badger. Uh, the review is uh, just gets better and better. Woo. Uh, yeah, this show is where it's at. But more importantly, the unauthorized Goosebumps parody. Goof lumps. <laughs> Stay out of the bathroom by R.U. Slime. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this fine piece of literature was specifically written for your show. What's the chance you do a show on it? We're um, doing it. Pretty good. Pretty good chance. We should probably do that. I bet we'll actually be more critical to some guy's parody jokes in R.L.'s writing, but I think we should try it at some point. We should at least try. Who knows how it will go? But, Dade, thank you for the review. Also left a review on my show, Tales from the Tavern, which, Chad, you will be on next week. Oh, yeah. Oh. Guys, if you don't listen, check out Tales from the Tavern. It's a it's a good old show that everyone on it's the show hoot. is on. Yeah, and then Paul will be on after Chad. So mm-hmm. I'm going to warm it up for time. you, Paul. I'm going to leave a nice little warm butt spot right there on the recording uh, mic. I love when I have your butt warmth beneath me. It's great. Oh, uh, It feels, it feels good. Uh, I also have a review. (laughs) (laughs) I also have a review from Too Many Marbles that says, Goosebuds are my buds. Five stars. Says, We are friends. I can tell because they read me goosebump stories. That's what friends do for one another. Thanks, friends. You're welcome. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you. I really like that one. That one made my heart swell a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. We are really just good friends. Everyone here who listens, consider yourself a goosebud. Quite you sure. are, you know what? You are a goose bud. And uh, if you can turn us into gypsy wolves, you'll be a goose, <laughs> a goose gypsy member. Oh, my God. Secret. It's the second level in our Scientology type church program. Yeah. We're, we're starting a church, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Church of the Wolf. Church, church of the Wolf. Church of the Wolf sounds amazing. Uh, we'll look into that. Uh, guys, besides even a review, which helps out our show immensely, it really, really does, you can also tell a friend about the show via uh, word of mouth or on the internet. You can follow us on Twitter at GooseBudsPod and tell your friends about it on Twitter. We see several of you guys tweeting about it all the time. Thank you so much to Boney's Tweets and Turbo Kaiju and Anyon Gamey and Christian Baby. And Giga Driver, thank you guys so much for tweeting about the show. It means a ton to us. 
Yes, and, uh, thank, thank you, guys. you uh, at POTUS for tweeting about God, the show. God, man, nice. Obama's blowing us up a lot. I wonder if he's going like, to come on the show us? when he's done. Yeah, yeah, he he gave us a shout out. He said, "Love my bumps, love my bumps." <laughs> <laughs> And then, Thanks, Obama. And then Biden just sent us twenty bucks, which is weird because there was nothing else attached to it. It was just twenty bucks. Yeah, it was twenty bucks, and it it, it, it said on the bill for beer. So <laughs> guys, for beer or water weed, either one. Oh, oh water, water weed. Yeah. Oh, that fucking water oh, weed. Right. It said that fucking water <laughs> weed. Which is kind of weird because Biden confirms that water weed has always been a thing and just not been telling us. So big exclusive. <laughs> big exclusive, guys. We're dropping all sorts of exclusives on you. <laughs> <laughs> guys, is there anything else we should we should say before we go? Of course, check out Tales from the Tavern. You can check out everything else we make. Are you watching Continue Show? You should be watching Continue Show. You can watch yeah. it. It's YouTube.com slash Continue Show. There's, right, Polly. There's a There's a... A, a one that we're doing with Dom where we play Super Mario RPG. You can hear me, Dom, and our buddy Nick playing that game. And uh, we actually shot a couple of regular continue episodes with Dom that are going to go up on the weekends at some point. So look out for those. all types of insider info. This info is available <laughs> nowhere else. Because only my, my goose wolves get it. Only the goose wolves. <laughs> Uh, guys, that's been a blast. Uh, thank you for joining me on probably the worst Goosebumps book yet. I can't wait <laughs> for the next one. Hey, if someone, real quick, if someone out there is, is listening through all these old episodes, please make a note of everyone that we said was the worst so that we can have, and we need to have like a, a day. A battle royale. Down. Yeah, we have to have a battle royale of the worst one at some point. We'll have a, the great Goosebumps debate. Oh yes, my God. for the worst book at some point. Like at some an point. NCAA bracket or something where we'll just hey, break it down. When is Sanders going to weigh in on that? That's what <laughs> yeah. I want to know. Yeah, you know what? I'll tell you, I love uh, the Haunted Mask because it really represents just the old old guard stifling the young working class. Ah, uh, I like the way he spun that. My vote, he got. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, a little bit of advice before we go here. Yes. If you're coming home in the rain, <laughs> and you're you're it's raining and you're 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 riding your bike around and it's crazy and you bump into an old woman be careful what you wish for yeah maybe it just might come true Oof. even the part that you added on that you didn't need to say <laughs> it might come true yeah, you know so what? Make you sure. just burn out past that lady on your bike and just go, later, gypsy bitches. And if you can <laughs> fart in her face, feel Even free. better, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure if she shows up later with a pie, you don't eat it because it's probably a thinner pie. Don't do that. It's probably a thinner pie. But when you Could were back like pie. me, you were probably like, okay, let me get like a crumb of that pie. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Can we cut that part out? Can we cut? I don't want to cut. I, please cut that part out about get, being fat and getting the thinner pie. <laughs> I, I associate. I attached myself to it and I felt associated, but I will cut it out. But hey, Chad would eat that thinner pie. <laughs> Chad would gobble down that fucking thinner pie. It looked yeah, real delicious. Well, you see that movie and you'll be telling me a different tale. <laughs> <laughs> be careful what you wish for, Chad. I don't care. I want to be thinner pie. Okay. All right. Next time, guys. He's carelessly wishing. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>